the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Man, oh man, oh man. I tell you what, I've been looking forward to this show for a very, very long time. And uh, because part of it, in fact, a big part of it has everything to do who my, with who my co-host is for the entire two hours. Can you believe this? Let me drop a name to you there, and then I'll explain a little bit, and then I will introduce this remarkable guy. This man's name is Jim Barfield. He's the director of the Copper Scroll Project. And uh, this is uh, a book that was written by a, a mutual friend of ours, Shelley Niece, uh, and it, it details the excavations or the discoveries that he's found tied to the Copper Scrolls, which were hidden in one of the caves there in the Dead Sea area. Uh, and nobody really knew how to uh, decipher it. And because of his unique background and his love for God and the Word, he was able to come up with some things that dropped the jaws of many people in Israel, the United States, and worldwide. Enough of the introduction. Let me bring to you a friend of mine, Jim Barfield, Copper Scroll Project Director. James, how are you? I'm doing fine. I hope you hear me well. I hear you very well. Thank you very much, Jim. You know, uh, I've come to love you as a guy because uh, you're, you're, you know, there, there are some people who are men and women after God's own heart, and if I'm uh, trying to be one of those as well, finding other people that uh, equally have a desire to be after God's own heart. Um, that's a, a, a gold mine of a find for me, and uh, so I, I treasure our burgeoning relationship. Uh, and you and I have spent a little bit of time together in, uh, what, what do I want to say, pivotal places and pivotal times. So, what, Jim, do this for me as we get ready to spend the, the entire two hours pardon the pun, but excavating God's truths in the uh, United States and in Israel. But why don't you just give a very brief overview of the who, why, what, where, when, and how of James Barfield, and uh, then we'll jump on in. And uh, you might even men- mention what we were doing around January 6th together. Jim Barfield. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, I'll be glad to do that. Uh, uh, I was, whenever I got, whenever, whenever I got, whenever I retired, which was a wonderful day in my life. <laughs> it, it, I, I decided that I was just going to have a, a very quiet, simple life, uh, staying around the house, doing things for the wife and for the family here at home. But it didn't work out that way. Mm. My Bible studies, and I'm, I love doing Bible study. I was doing a Bible study, and I was, I was studying the Dead Sea Scrolls at the same time, which I think are very closely related to the Bible. Yes. And I was studying uh, the what is now called the Copper Scroll, and I I, I believe I figured out how to understand it. Uh, well, I'm I'm positive I have. Yes. Uh, 
I, I figured out how to understand it. And I decided to test my my findings. I went to Israel with my wife, and we went to the place that we we believe that these uh, items from the Copper Scroll. And let me just tell you what the Copper Scroll is. It it is a verbal treasure map. Yes. Uh, and I, I want everybody to understand. I am not a treasure hunter. I believe in God, and I believe just as the rabbis told me in Israel when I told them about this and showed them my research. They said that this was the dowry for the coming bride. And Say that the, again, Jim. That's so remarkable. The dowry for the... The dowry for the coming bride and the Messiah. <laughs> Israel, they always provide a, an, a dowry, and for most of the people around the world, they provide a dowry, and they believed a very particular rabbi, in, in fact, sat me down and said this, it's what this is. He said, it's the dowry for the coming bride. My, 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 Jim. You, that must yeah, have brought you, shivers all, all along your body because you and I have a little different perspective on what the coming for the bride has to has to do with from a, from a Christian standpoint. The Jews have a little different persuasion on this, the Orthodox Jews. Uh, but, uh, but it has to thrill your heart and also how they entrusted you to help, help give them, uh, the roadmap that you discovered. Talk a little bit more about that. We have about five minutes left in this segment, Jim. Yeah. The, um, the rabbi that I sat down with, you, you'd probably know him right off the bat, but he, we're keeping his name quiet for yeah. now, but there are plenty of rabbis in Israel that are, are familiar with my research. He, uh, at first was very resistant, didn't want to talk to me very polite about it, but, uh, it was a very, very obviously didn't, didn't really even want me in his office, me and my buddy, Chris Knight. But once I convinced him just to listen to me for a few minutes, uh, he, within five minutes, the man was up uh, pulling me out of a prayer, <laughs> hugging on me and kissed me on both cheeks and was very, very excited. And I was excited because yes. that meant that he believed in my research and in fact, he did. He believed in it very much, and he realized what this meant. And if I am right, if I'm right, that means we are nearing the very end of the uh, the, the sixth day. Which in, also, in the Bible, from a Bible standpoint, we talk about that God rested on the seventh day, and that is uh, that is comparative to, or that symbolizes the seventh uh, one thousand year rule and reigning with Christ. That is what we're saying we're entering into, and you're saying that uh, time frame, this discovery is pivotal to that and the temple, I guess is what you're saying. It's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, there's a, it's coming, guys. <laughs> I believe with all my heart that the Messiah is right at the door. I believe that we're at the end of the sixth day and probably at the very beginning of the seventh day, 1,000th day, uh, the the great Shabbat or the uh, thousand year reign of the of the Messiah. Wow! So that's what I believe, and I do believe that these items are not for me to get rich. Uh, not for the Israel to get rich. It's, uh, that money is for the people of Israel to use for the rebuilding of the temple and prep, in preparation for the coming Messiah. Jim Barfield, uh, people, you need to register what Jim has said here. And let me give you a minute or two of an overview with Jim about why he, why God has stirred in him this desire to seek this information out. But throughout Jim's entire adult life, and maybe even before then, God has been prepping him for this. Uh, his background, uh, military background, his I- investigative 
background, his fire insurance uh, uh, investigation, his uh, his study capabilities, his relationship with the creator of the universe. All these things have come together so that when he had a chance to look at this copper scroll thing, he goes, wait a minute, some of these things are ringing a bell about things that I've studied and I have some knowledge about or I have the disciplines to dig deeper into. Tell us a little bit more about that, Jim, because what an amazing story. And then guess what we're going to do, my listening friends? Jim and I are going to walk through these discoveries, but also things that are going on in the world, in America, and in Israel, that are and in the peace accord, the Abrahamic peace accord, that are tying all these things together so that when Jim says he has a pretty strong suspicion that we are entering into the time of the seventh day or the uh, what we would also say Daniel's 70th week, he knows whereof he speaks. Jim, carry this a little further, would you? Yeah, the, you, you touched on the, uh, my background. As a, I was a fire investigator, but not for insurance, but for a criminal. Yes. I, did, uh, I prosecuted people that were um, committed uh, arson or crimes of that nature. So that my, my skills for that particular job didn't come from so much from the books or from the fire department as much as it from my Bible study. Yes, now, you would think that'd be great. How does it match? It, it matches up very well because you're looking. You know, we're digging into the scriptures to try to understand what really happened, how it happened, and how to better serve our our, our, our God, our Messiah. How do we do that? Well, that's the same thing with the, the type of research I was doing within Scripture is how I learned how to do investigation, and it worked out very well for me uh, when, I was, when I was on the fire department and doing law enforcement for them. So that's where that all came from. But the love of uh, my Bible study came from uh, a very simple very simple background. I was going to a church here in a little small town called Apache, Oklahoma. Yes. And that's where I knelt down and accept God into my life and, and made the changes necessary. Now, was I a perfect man right away? Not even close. You know, I'm like every other guy and every other person, you know, you struggle with your own demons, your own past, and you, you got to live through that and you got to realize that, God accepts you no matter what you've done. <laughs> he accepts you, and he, he clean, he's the one that cleans you up. Uh, that's, that's just the way it works, and I'm, I'm very happy for that. Otherwise, I'd be in deep trouble. Uh, yes, you and me both, Jim Barfield. You know, my listening friend, uh, I want you to pay close attention to what Jim says. Not only is he going to be um, sharing some insights that are going to be earth-shattering in the very near future, some of these things that he has introduced to powers that be in Israel that are anxious or excited about what uh, he he has discovered it and now is going to be the opportunity for him and others to uncover this. This is remarkable. But I, I had to smile when Jim was talking about um, he showed his research to the people in Israel. Uh, uh, and I've seen his research, and it's not just, oh, I've underlined this here and I underlined that there. He has charts. You know, he has charts. He has graphs. He has timelines. <laughs> so when they saw the work of Jim Barfield that he did just because he loves the word and Israel, it blew their mind. Jim, we're going to talk more about this if you'd be so kind for the remainder of the two hours. But also, I would love to have you give some insights on, because you are an astute Bible 
student, I want you to give some insights on what you're seeing transpiring in Israel, transpiring in the United States of America that has evil influences and God's intervention written all over them. Would you be so kind? It would be my pleasure. Okay, then do not go away, Jim Barfield. And my listening friend, guess what? You shouldn't go away either because Jim Barfield and I will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, welcome back, my friends. I hope you're as excited as I am about my co-host and guest for this entire two-hour period of time, Jim Barfield the director of the Copper Scroll Project. And uh, Jim and I have become uh, closer and closer as time has gone on. I've known him for maybe a year, a year and a half or so. But but the truth of the matter is when I discovered some of the things that he had discovered and was about ready to uncover, I go, I need to know more about this guy. So I put it upon myself to come to know him a little bit better, met the gal who was writing the book, The Copper Scroll Project, Shelley Neese, and... Uh, uh, so ha- had an opportunity to discover uh, Jim Barfield's uh, points of view uh, through Shelley, and all of a sudden uh, she was able to put me in contact with him uh, and another person or two as well. And uh, here, here we are. And Jim, you know, when you said, when you said, and your it's your conviction from a Bible student that we have entered into or are entering into, I think you termed it uh, the seventh day or the Daniel's 70th week time frame, uh, that that has got to make a lot of people go, what? You mean we're not looking into this into the distant future? No. What happens if it's right N-O-W now? Any thoughts on that as we delve into this, Jim Barfield? Yes, I do. I, I do believe we're, we're entering into the uh, the final day, the thousand year, when the thousand year reign of uh, the Messiah will begin. And um, we can't we we can't get there fast enough. <laughs> They're just horrible all over the world, and I got a few things to tell you about about that. She's a yes, uh, yes, yes. But I believe is what is uh, coming. Yes, uh, what's happening in Israel right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, today uh, there's just some very difficult things coming for Israel and for the United States, and I think everybody should open their eyes and be prepared to have to deal with this, because it's at the door. It's at the door. I'd like to set the stage a little bit further here, because you and I had a heart cry to go to uh, Washington, D.C. on the 6th of January. This was the time uh, when the uh, the, the uh, U.S. Congress was supposed to be meeting at the Capitol building to discern about the Electoral College votes and things like that. Very pivotal time, but was also a time that Donald Trump said to people that have embraced he and his presidency to come on to Washington, D.C. on the 6th and just let people see the sincerity of your heart. So Jim heard that request, as did I. And in San Diego, I was you, my listening friends, as uh, among the churches of San Diego County and K-Praise and Godspeed Magazine sent me to Washington, D.C. to observe this. I connected with Jim Barfield, and he said, I'm there too. And I said, that's great. He said, meet up because you're going by yourself. I have some people that I'm going to go with, and we can kind of be a 
a protective group because you weren't sure really what was going to be happening there as well. Why don't you carry that story a little bit further? That will give people a little bit of background on, you know, we had a chance to just see you talk about the negative things that are going on in America. That was really, in a manner of speaking, a springboard for these negative things to be launched. And the springboard was being launched in Israel at the same time. Why don't you bring people up to date on that? And that will give us the open door to dig more deeply into some of these things that you want to share. Yeah, we were, my wife and I were uh, very much supportive uh, of President Trump, and we went to Washington, D.C., not only for the January 6th, but also in November, whenever they did what would they called Stop the Steal. Uh, what we believe, absolutely believe, that the uh, the political happenings and the, the election was not done properly. But in January the 6th, we were there to support uh, President Trump, to support um, what what I believe is the right side of the fence. Uh, <laughs> there's an incredible division happening globally, not just here in the United States. Globally, uh, you know, there's a there is a very bad element on the left side and a very determined element on the right hand side to to make things better and to eliminate the problems that are happening in Washington, D.C. I mean, guys, we, we are under a very, very corrupt government. Yes. And that's what January the 6th was about. And I believe some of the things that happened there were a stage event, The uh, what they call the insurrection, what they call the uh, the uh, storming of the white of the uh, Capitol, Capitol building. Yeah, it was, that was, I believe, a, sta- a stage pro- uh, problem. They, I think it happened the way the the government or the police force did not try to protect the building. It was just ridiculous. Yes, a lot of ulterior motives, motives showing their faces, and a lot of people who were proclaiming one things with their garb, their red uh, MAGA hats and shirts and things like that, and Trump banners, but their actions denied and defied their garb. So, so they had ulterior motives. And uh, those motives were clearly seen, but media, for some reason or another, and we'll get into that probably a little bit later on in the show, media had an ulterior motive as well to protect uh, certain things, you know, so that right now, my listening friend, have you discovered that a lot of the things that you would normally have a few months ago or a year or so ago been able to just search out on uh, search engines and uh, in news are just not available to you? There are messages in all this. Isn't that right, Jim? Uh, yeah, there's a big message that <laughs> there's a political um, shift towards a um, totalitarian government, towards a uh, socialist, communistic government happening in our in the United States, and we as a people must stand up against it. Yes, it, it's dangerous on the many many levels um, for the for these uh, big conglomerates. Uh, these big media outlets to block freedom of speech is just incredibly wrong. And if we don't, if we don't deal with this, it's going to deal with us. Oh my. One of the and, things, Jim, one of the things that you said there, you talked about the United States and actually, if you look at scripture, my friends, if you identify United States as being a helper uh, and uh, a com- 
com- compatriate to Israel, you realize th- that the enemy of uh, America and the enemy of Israel and the en- enemy of Judeo-Christian values realize that the United States of America is one of the big blockades from them uh, acquiring and instituting their one world mentality and uh, really it stops with america and it stops with israel and you'll find some of the most heated uh, uh altercations happening in these two nations wouldn't you say that jim <laughs> yes i would very much so uh, i got a uh, i got a text this morning and a voice message from a very good friend of mine his name's galad Singer. he owns uh radiant israel tours in in israel but as you know, there's no traveling between the United States or anywhere into Israel. They they have locked down Israel, too, and, of course, his business is suffering, and all the businesses all over Israel are suffering. Yes. But it's worse than that. It's, oh, it's far deeper than that. We're going to excavate—while we're, ex- we're watching you excavate the uh, Dead Sea Scrolls, uh, the Copper Scroll in particular, uh, we're going to also— uh, use a different trowel and excavate uh, the political process and the ulterior motives in this broadcast as well. I think maybe we begin right now with some things that are pivotal going on in Israel that many people in the United States may not even have a clue about. Uh, And that that is tied to an accord that has been signed and is being signed called the Abraham or Abrahamic Accord. And what does that Abrahamic Accord have to do with anything, Jim? Well, the Abrahamic Accord is a, a very interesting and possibly even a biblical uh, event that's, that's taking place. Uh, what, what President Trump had put in place was to, to bring together many of the countries within the uh, region of the Middle East. Yes. To bring them together, get them to be friends, get them to work together, and it was happening. And it, it, it really, it still is happening. Yes. But. It's starting to show cracks because of the uh, the things that uh, since when Trump has got out of office, uh, the following administration has done some horrible, horrible things uh, to bring you know unrest to that region. And guys, we're going to have to deal with that. Yes, it's happening. It's happening right now. But that unrest, uh, what what he also brought, what uh, President Trump had brought to the table. Was he had he made of course Jerusalem that became the capital, fully recognized capital of Israel. The, the Golan Heights were given uh, fully over to Israel, and uh, that's very significant. And the, the next thing that he did that's really important to the Copper Scroll Project is he was he put the uh, what's called the Jordan Valley uh, Jordan River Valley um, on on the table. Yes which means that that area where all these treasures are contained in Israel is right there in that region that President Trump had put on the table for us, but it did not make it and and completely become um, solidified where we could actually dig in Israel uh, under the auspices. of It was a uh, fully and Israeli piece of land. Right now it's disputed territory. All of the West Bank is disputed territory, and the of course the Gaza Strip, yes. but more so the the West Bank. Uh, it is very disputed, and it, had we been able to, or had they been able to, make that purely and solidly under the control of Israel, 
then the possibility of digging at that region, uh, at that particular spot in the West Bank, <clears throat> would have been much easier. Yes, and the the content that you discovered uh, as your word map in the Copper Scroll was actually literally that. It was a word map on where uh, where the treasures are buried, and you have discerned that many of those treasures are actually not Second Temple period, but actually the First Temple period. Uh, as in King Solomon Temple, and this, uh, to me, that boggles my mind. And explain just very briefly on the fact that you believe you have discovered it but not been able to uncover this. Uh, How have you discovered it that is, is credible for the people that love your research in Israel and in the United States and worldwide? How can you verify that what you have discovered written in the Copper Scrolls is really that? Actually, it's pretty easy. Uh, everybody that I've talked to, including Shuka Dorfman, uh, blessed memory, he, he's passed, but he um, he listened. He sat down with me. Uh, the head of the Antiquities Authority of Israel sat down and listened to me. And uh, he was, you know, he, he had the, the, uh, <laughs> the attitude, oh, my goodness, I got a crazy in my office. <laughs> I understand that. I mean, uh, a guy from Oklahoma, yes. you know, figured out to understand the Copper Scroll, that's, uh, that's pretty hard to believe. Yes, yes, yes. Would you ha- hang on for a second, put a pause on that because we have to take a break. So my listening friend, I hope this is getting interesting to you. I wanted to do, we have to do a little bit of background here so you can understand the, the, the empowerment and the validity of what Jim is relating. We are in pivotal times, and one of the things that is going to launch this forward from a biblical standpoint is the discovery that he has, he has discovered but has not been able to uncover, uh, and also how that relates to the peace process, how that relates to the political process in Israel, United States, and the world for what the enemy wants to do versus what God wants to do. Jim Barfield and I will talk further about that when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Hi, San Diego. This is Pastor Larry Peltier of Beach Chapel, Encinitas. Lord, we pray for grace and favor for all of San Diego, all those who are homeless, who are sick, who need help. We just thank you, God. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, thank you, my friends, and welcome back to Come Together San Diego. Welcome back to one of the most remarkable broadcasts I think I've ever broadcast because the topic is so now, and my guest is so now as well. Uh, When you put those together, look out, world. I want you to uh, meet again uh, Jim Barfield. He's the director of the Copper Scroll Project. And Jim, one of the things you stated in our last segments is the, the, uh, about the an, uh, Antiquities Authority of Israel and how they are really buying into your, uh, your discovery, but also buying into your research uh, and the manner in which you have researched that. Before we dig into the stuff that I'm just really excited to dig into, as are you, I think we need to finish this uh, overview so people know the credibility of you and this discovery uh, and how the uh, Antiquity Authorities of Israel are so 
what do you say, they're just really buying into and embracing what you have discovered and excited about the uncovering of the discovering. So why don't you spend a minute or two uh, putting a period at the end of that sentence, (laughs) and then we're going to dig into all the things uh, where the stage is set for everything from that point forward. Jim Barfield, director of the Copper Scroll Project. Jim? Yeah, when we left for break, the the biggest problem I was having initially was credibility. I mean, I I don't have the degrees. I don't have... uh, the training as an archaeologist. I don't have any of that stuff. So what I had to do was get a hold of a person that knew a person that knew a person <laughs> and wound up with uh, getting in touch with the uh, the head of the Antiquities Civil Authority, Shuka Dorfman. Shuka, and I sat at a table with Chris Knight and his wife, Talma, or Shuka Dorfman's wife, Talma. We sat there, and I began to show him my research. Where I, and as we were leaving, I told him he thought it was crazy until he saw the research and that is what it's so simple it is so clearly uh identifiable once you know the key to it and i i had found the key to it uh and i began to show shuka well within five minutes you know he was he was (laughs) let's let's go he he stopped me and at first i thought he was angry i thought maybe he thought i was wasting his time but it wasn't he was he just wanted to stop me to set up, set up an appointment. That's how excited he was about oh, it. Yes, he yes. wanted to set up an appointment with uh, the head of the uh, what is considered the West Bank. It's the archaeological department of the civil administration. Well, it's a military administration led by a civilian. And at the time, his name was Yitzhak Magan. And the head of the, uh, of the archaeological research and excavations at Qumran, where all these, where I believe all these things are located, all these treasures, uh, he was the head of that. Well, the younger guy, Yuval Peleg, the head of Qumran, archaeological head of Qumran, he got it. He understood it. The other guy was not so accepted. He didn't even want to talk. Yes. In, in this meeting, when we all four got together, or actually uh, six of us got together, we were talking about this stuff, and I showed him they, uh, Yuval Peleg, Got it. He knew that there was something worth looking into. So we actually, in 2009, uh, which was about uh, a year and a half later, a uh, year and a quarter later, we we actually did an excavation with Yuval Peleg as the uh, head archaeologist for it. Uh, but there's a long story with this. There's a lot of cloak and dagger with anything. Oh, sure, sure. Like to, to the Dead Sea Scrolls. But you couldn't. But you couldn't actually literally excavate. You couldn't turn soil. But you could do what would be the equivalent of an X-ray. And uh, uh, briefly, just in thirty seconds, kind of give an overview of that because people just need to know that this isn't just not a, a pipe dream. There are a lot of people that have speculations about what's going on in Israel and discoveries of Israel. But this is not speculation. This is verifiable. And so, just a very brief overview, Jim Barfield, about this uh, the, the discovery and how you were able able to actually uh, excavate without excavating, without actually turning the soil, just briefly, because there's so much we need to talk about that hinges upon this. Jim Barfield. Yeah, the, uh, there, there was an excavation. 2009 was an excavation that was stopped. 
it was uh, uh, several years later that I got in touch with a gentleman by the name of Musha Paglin, who uh, at the time, he was the deputy speaker of the Knesset. Mm. He was angry because they wouldn't let me excavate, or actually he was angry because they wouldn't allow me to go out there and test the grounds of the very high-powered metal detector, and I'm oversimplifying, but it, uh, this metal detector would penetrate you know, down to 50 feet, and we wanted to go test it. They wouldn't let us. We simply wanted to walk across the ground with this detector. They wouldn't let us. Well, Mulcher Paglin, because of his status as a, uh, a politician, he made it happen. We went out there, <laughs> and he was with us, and he was in charge as I operated the equipment. And he, well, he operated the equipment, and I just walked him through it. And, guys, we found out of the five locations that we tested, we found very large amounts of non-ferrous metals, which can be brass, it could be copper, it could be silver, it could be gold. Yes. Uh, or it could be beer, beer cans, but they didn't have <laughs> the time, you know, uh, King Zechariah. Yes. Or Zedekiah, I'm sorry, King Zedekiah. Or the time of Jeremiah, which is exactly the time we're talking about. Yes, yes, so, yes. So you, so basically, and you also found you, the, could you discern shapes and things like that through this X-ray type material uh, 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 equipment as well. Uh, so you, you have a suspicion that you've even discovered perhaps uh, Aaron's uh, breastplate. You've, you, there are other things that you say you've discovered as well, but also many of the artifacts of the actual first temple area and the first temple itself. Uh, would that be accurate to say? You know, what's accurate is this. What we found, we believe we found, is the location where the breastplate is uh, in safekeeping under the ground. Yes. It's a cave. Yes. And the Copper Scroll names two very specific things, the treasures of the house and the breastplate, which is called the Afad in Hebrew. It's literally spelled out, spelled out in, the, in, in the, the scroll. Yeah, it's spelled out on the scroll. <laughs> that it is in this particular cave. <clears throat> that cave was used twice, in location number three, and again in location number fifty-seven, which is the very last location. So, and understand this: there were there were five writers, and I'm going to talk about one of them here and again shortly. Uh, two of those uh, writers that, that actually recorded the locations of the scrolls on, of the uh, treasures on the copper scroll, one was Zechariah and the other one was Haggai, and we're going to talk about Zechariah again here just shortly. Yes, well, we've got a commercial break coming up, but I think you've done your due diligence here in being able to confirm with our listeners that this is not a hoax, this is not a happenstance, this is not wishful thinking from somebody who wants to just say that they've discovered these things. These are viable, valid discoveries. All that needs to happen now is the earth needs to be turned to actually uh, uncover what he has discovered. And so we're going to talk more about these things. And you have a further story you want to share uh, about uh, some of the writers of this scroll and the content. But this is going to, my friend, you think, you know, this is... uh, earth-shattering in and of itself, but when you realize how all this plays in with the things that are going on right now, right now, right now, not only in the United States of America, but in Israel and also surrounding nations, it will blow your mind and you will realize that we are indeed in the last of the last days and 
the, the what the Jews would call Messiah ben David or Messiah son of David, we know who that is, is coming soon and going to establish your rule and reign for a thousand years. We're going to get into all those things when Jim Barfield of the Copper Scroll Project and I come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Wow, my friends, I know you can hardly wait for what Jim's about ready to say, and neither can I hardly wait. So I guess why should we wait? Hey, Jim, uh, you, you, in the last segment, you said you wanted to relate some information about who the actual writers or those writing on behalf of some uh, Bible characters uh, are. Th- their words are found in the in the Copper Scroll. Uh, why don't you do that, and then this will give us a springboard to launch into what's going on today and why there's such a, a big upheaval going on in the world. We think the upheaval uh, may just be one nation's fault or one person's fault. The truth of the matter is there's an ulterior motive going on that is universal that Satan, the devil, wants to subjugate any activities that are going on tied to Israel, tied to America, because we and they, Israel and America, are the biggest threat against this one-world mentality. So I'm going to turn it back to you, uh, Jim Barfield, about the writers of the Copper Scroll, uh, and uh, this will set the stage for the things that are going on today. The uh, people are going to start to understand the uh, intensity of today because of the inscriptions of yesterday. Jim Barfield. Yeah, the, uh, there were five writers on the Copper Scroll. Um, they they did that, I believe, because there was so much gold and silver, they had to make 57 burial locations, and they didn't want all of the men that were helping bury this, because you're talking tons and tons of gold and silver. Yeah. and Trillions, and probably trillions of dollars. Very, yeah, yeah. You're talking tons of gold. So they had they had to bury this stuff, and they didn't want all these men, which I believe there are about a hundred of them, that were that were uh, burying these sites. <clears throat> but they divided it up so that only, uh, you know, out of the five men, only uh, you know twenty men out of each group would know. Okay, but first of all, why would they need to bury it? I think people, it's, it's obvious to us, but the listener may not get this. This is to protect the, uh, the uh, artifacts from uh, bad guys, not only plundering it, but also taking away the credibility of the reason why it was uh, uh, hidden in the first place, right? Yeah, they, they were hidden because uh, ba- uh, Babylon was attacking Israel, and it had attacked Qumran already. And there's very obvious signs of the destruction, a conflagration, a very large fire, let me put it that way, make it simple. They had attacked, Babylon had attacked Qumran, this place where all this stuff is buried at, and they had to get this stuff on the ground after that battle was over it. Because had they had their Babylonians won that battle, oh my goodness, all of those treasures would have been taken. Yes, and all that history would have been destroyed. Yes, very much so. So, five men, and two of those men were prophets from the Bible, Haggai and Zechariah. Mm. Well, that brings me up to today. Uh, <laughs> you may not know this, uh, but there has been another discovery in Israel. It was called the Cave of Horrors, 
Now, it's just, uh, it's probably about five, ten miles down the road, maybe further from uh, the Dead Sea, where the, most of the Dead Sea Scrolls were found. But they have found a cave which was high on a cliff. They went in there, and they found they found a scroll, fragments of a scroll, but the main fragment was from the book of Zechariah. Oh, my, my, my. So now we're talking about a scroll that was written by one of the same writers for the Copper Scroll, and he's a prophet that wrote a very uh, profound section of the Bible, the book of Zechariah. And in the book of Zechariah, it talks about a woman who was an unpure, unclean woman who was, uh, was in a basket hovering between the heavens and the earth. And, and they found this in the cave of horrors, but in there, inside of that cave was also the body of a little girl. Now, we're talking here recently, just a few days ago. Uh, a cave of a little girl between 6 and 12 years old, I believe is the age. But the book of Jack, Zechariah was about uh, a judgment that was coming on uh, these people because of their broken promises, because of their lies, because of their corruption. And my goodness. That, yeah, and, that, and their sacrifices, the, you know, the, the human sacrifices and the worshiping other gods, yeah. all, all this stuff plays a role, doesn't it? Yes, and that's exactly what's happening today. There's a lot that the mainstream media is not telling people. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, there's, a, there's an underlying current of massive amounts of information that you're, we are missing out on, and unless you know where to look for it, you're not going to know it. That's right. But the scroll was exposing and telling about the same problems we're dealing with today, the pedophilia, the uh, the human trafficking, the harvesting of organs of little children and and adults uh, for profit and tunnels, tunnels under the under the uh, under the state capital or the United States Capitol, under the White House, under and it's 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 a very large operation. Yes, is going to boggle the mind. It's going to boggle the mind. No question about it. You know, uh, and and one of the. Th- Here's what here's what I you you and I are looking for the same thing. When these things are actually discovered, it will take all the people that have been naysayers saying, "Oh, Israel is only symbolic in the Bible," and King David, no, no such real thing, and all the things that are written in there are just allegorical only. The truth of the matter is, those are the true word of God. And when this is when you have the artifacts to support this, then th- there's no defense. The enemy has no defense, so you can. Believe what they're trying to do to subjugate this and cause other people to look in other different directions. That's what's going on in the United States. That's what's going on in Israel, and that's what's going on uh, the one world government mentality. All this stuff is going on right now. And Jim Barfield, uh, you and I are excited because we know as these things are your discoverers, things that you've discovered become uncovered. This changes the rule book completely. Um, why don't we draw a, a close to this part? Because well, I want to spend the rest of our time digging in to the now because there have been some amazing uh, discoveries and some comments made from some of the key players in the Abrahamic Accord that are going to help uh, move this whole progress forward. So would you uh, draw a close to this portion so that we can dig into the other stuff? Jim Barfield? You bet. We're talking right now about Zachariah's scroll that was found in in the Cave of Horrors in, in Israel just a couple of days ago. But what people don't understand and a lot of people don't realize is today, 
yesterday and today are part of uh, it's this is the beginning from the Dead Sea Scroll point of view from their calendar this is the beginning of the year so they would uh, the guys at Kumon would start, start counting 14 days from today would be Passover which is <laughs> significant so that's what's happening and it's happening today and, and it's bringing us to the point that you know there's a judgment coming on the United States and we need to be prepared for that. It's it's coming, and we've got to get ready for it. Yes, can we we can we spend the rest of we, this hour is consummated, it's done. Uh, so can we spend the entire next hour talking about those things? You've done a great job in bringing the urgency from yesteryear to today, and all the things that are unco- that are soon to be uncovered in the ground are going to help move that and this forward. Can we spend the, the next hour digging into the things that are going on today, and then doing the kind of the comparison with the the things that happened yesterday or in? Uh, temple periods before are happening again today, and uh, the fact that the enemy, this is this is in, in their mind, this is the last best chance to uh, to take over God's plans and and revert and revert God's plans to their evil plans and to take away God's kids from the whole plan of salvation and intimate relationship with Him. Can can spend about one minute pulling this portion to the, uh, together, Jim, and then we're going <laughs> to spend the whole last hour of Come Together San Diego deciphering what that means for us today and uh, what we can do, not only pray, but we need to activate our prayers, what that looks like as well. Would you be so kind, Jim? I'd be glad to. This, uh, the, the events would simply with this scroll that's been discovered. It, it seems like a nothing thing to most people. It's not. There, here's the book that's relating all this stuff to today. All these things that are happening back, were happening back then, are happening today. And we as a nation, uh, again, we're going to pay for this if we don't repent and, and restore ourselves to where we should be. And I'm looking forward to the time, and I think it's coming soon, that all this is going to come to the surface, and there's going to be some judgment upon our country. Yes, and my friends, here's the thing, and Jim and I, I've talked to Jim privately about this as well. The church, the ecclesia, has a vital role to play, as do those in Israel as well. But a lot of times we get complacent about things of the past. We go, oh, it's just going to be like it was before. No, no, no. We are at pivotal times, and the way that we deal with this, we embrace it or deny it, have eternal consequences. So Jim and I are going to talk about those things as it relates to not only what is underground in Israel, but what is underground in the United States of America and what is surfacing in both countries. When Jim Barfield and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on KPraise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, KPraise. Come together, San Diego, with Kaz Taylor on KPraise. And welcome back, my friends, to a remarkable two hours. The first hour is gone, (laughs) but we have the whole second hour of Come Together San Diego before us, and we have a co-host, Jim Barfield, the director of the Copper Scroll Project, with us. We've set the stage in the first hour for the uh, ignition of uh, spiritual dynamite in this last 
our Jim Barfield. You mentioned an article or a discovery that happened just recently. Why don't you uh, refer to that again? Because I have another article that I'm going to share with our, our listeners as well. And if you think that article blows your mind, when you put that article and the content of this article together, you'll realize how close this the 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 temple being built uh, in Jerusalem is, and um, the door is going to be open not only for the greatest evangelism the world has ever seen, but the greatest uh, intervention and interference by the enemy you've ever seen going on in tandem one with another. So uh, why don't you refer back to the, the recent discovery, and then I want to share an article. I think you probably are familiar with this article, but it would be, uh, I'll, I'll introduce it and we can use those as springboards. Jim Barfield. Yes, thank you. The, um, the What we were talking about is the, the discovery in Israel of uh, a, a, an ancient scroll, a fragment from an ancient scroll, and, and it's leading that. The scroll refers to Zechariah again, and the, the, read the book of Zechariah. It's not that long. Read it and, and look at how it compares to what's happening today. And if you're up to date on all the underground things that are happening with the mm. uh, the pedophilia, that sort of stuff, you are going to say, oh, my goodness. You know, uh, I think Billy Graham's wife said one time, uh, if, if if God doesn't punish the United States, he's going to have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah for, for what he did to them. And mm-hmm. we are due for a spanking. Yes. And we're going to have to head, head towards that. But... Uh, what I also want to do is bring this up to today with that information is what's going on. Remember, we were talking about what my friend Galad Rosinger in Israel gave me a three-minute, uh, he sent me a recording, and it was very interesting. They, their whole nation is under an apartheid type of situation right now. With uh, medical apartheid is what he put it. Uh, they are locking their country down, and they're desperate. They are, you can go online and you will find recordings of the Israelis begging the rest of the world to help them. You know, you know, do whatever you can, contact your senators, congressmen, whoever, and tell them, you know, we've got to have some relief because they have, they get locked down in Israel. And that's part of the end time prophecies. Yes. Right now, they are saying that he was telling me, he said they have to, or are working towards, and I'll, creating a passport, or I think they call it the a green, green passport. passport, yes. <clears throat> Where you have to have that passport, or you can't buy or sell in Israel. You can't go to restaurants, <clears throat> and that's the thing about this injection. Mm. What, what is in that uh, inoculation? <clears throat> Excuse me. What, what, it could, what it is, there's a concoction in it. It's a, a cocktail of things you don't want in your body. Yes. I'm not going to go into that, but there are things that I would not yep. want injected into my body. And, Jim, the sad thing about this, if you try to do due diligence as you are prone to do and trying to find pertinent articles, you will realize that they've either been scrubbed or made so impossible to find. It's very clear that there's some manipulation going on there. And the sad thing is so many of my friends are saying, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. And I, there's only so far that I can push my friends about this. But my friend, here's, you know, th- there's, a, there's a term that I'm using that, that uh, is happening right now on a broader scale. I'm using this term called, uh, I call it the gene jab, but there's a thing that, it, that it would be appropriate, a phrase that's called vex a nation. There's a vaccination 
<laughs> going, going, going on in Israel and America and the other nations as well with an ulterior motive. And I, we can't spend much time on that because uh, this, no. that will take a, a two or three hours just to even scratch the surface on that. But uh, Israel is feeling the heat of, uh, you called it a, a green card, uh, which which means if you don't have, do this uh, procedure that you will not get a green card. Doesn't this remind you of something in America, my listening friend? Does this remind you of a phraseology that you've heard recently? It's called the Green New Deal. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's attacking the United States in the similar way that it's attacking Israel. But sometimes we just are, we, we're too naive to actually understand that. Any thoughts here, Jim? Yeah, and it, it's, it's swelling. There's, there is a groundswell of people fighting against this. They don't want this. You want to go get it? Go. Have a ball and, you know, get two of them while you're at it. <laughs> uh, but believe don't me. Don't force. Yeah, don't force other people to do this. You have free yeah. will. You have free will. Oh, the, the strange thing about this is the very same people that are screaming, uh, you know, let me get an abortion and my body, my choice. Well, they are screaming about us getting you better get that vaccination. And they're angry at us uh, for not getting the vaccination. And I don't want it. I'm yeah. very yeah. with you. I yes, don't want it. Yes, yes. Well, let me, let me, that's, and that's, as I say, that's a tremendous topic that will take uh, days, months, years to actually excavate the things that are going on with that. I want to bring this back to what's going on in Israel and the United States concurrently and the discoveries and the writers that uh, of the recent discovery. You know, one of the things that the enemy does not want to happen, he does not want to have, have God's kids empowered. And God's kids relate to the kids in Israel and Judah, uh, and the Judites, if you will, uh, the, the, the biblical tribes of Israel, but also those who are embracing the Judeo-Christian values as well. This is, this is anathema, so to speak, for him, because if there's a strong core of believers in God, this is the one thing that can circumvent his plans. And Jim, you were so astute in saying it is time for God's kids to make their stands and not be following, you know, just protocols and things like that, because now is the time. This is a time of biblical proportions. Speak briefly to that, and then I want to share an article uh, that I just discovered written by a mutual friend of both of us. Jim? Yeah, that, that stand that I'm talking about, that for us to stand up to this, and, you know, our this is this is our temple uh, for the Holy Spirit. Our body is the temple for that, and we need to keep it clean and not uh, put things in it that are not good for us and not yes. good for the Holy Spirit. Let's put it that way. Yes, and let's leave that at, the, at, at right where it is for now, because I want to dig into some other things. You need to do due diligence, my friends, on that period. Period, period. Now, we're talking about things that are going on with the Abrahamic Accord, things that are going to go on that will allow the uh, excavations that Jim uh, has detailed, but also the beginning of the construction of the temple. That's something in Scripture. If you look in the book of Revelation, you'll find that, uh, and other areas too, you know, Daniel, Ezekiel, all, all these different places relate to things like that. And one of the things that has been stopping the temple from being built is the uh, Palestinians saying you have no right to intervene in what's our property, our land. And so one of the things that the uh, 
Palestinians have been doing is subjugating any forward progress of Israel uh, in any discoveries. And now that you have the Abrahamic Accord, one of the key, key, key players that is just becoming uh, uh, involved in the Abrahamic Accord is a, is a nation which is really a key nation. is called Saudi Arabia. And uh, I, I was just reading an article here because once they put their two cents worth in on this, they've got, you know, the, they've got, you know, uh, Mecca and Mecca and uh, media. What's the other? Tim? Medina. Those are the key areas of uh, Islamic uh, worship and pr- worship and praise. But the, the, another area that Palestine is so key on is called the uh, Alaska Mosque and the Dome of the Rock. Well, here's an article because once once uh, this the perspective on this changes and uh, we are, the Israelites are, are allowed to excavate in that area, things are going to change dramatically. Here's an article, Jim, that was just written on March 8th. That's not too far ago. And it's written by a guy whom you know and I know growing, with growing familiarity. His name is Adam Eliyahu Berkowitz with Israel 365 News. Now, after... Uh, uh, January 6th, both you and I were interviewed by them, and they are captivated. They love you so much. In fact, when I was mentioning you in my storytelling, they go, Jim Barfield, we love him. And so uh, yeah, I know how, how popular you are with them in Israel as well. But here's the article that on the 8th of March uh, that was written uh, by uh, Adam Eliyahu Berkowitz. And it's, it's, it's remarkable. And the headline says, Saudis refute the claim that the Temple Mount is holy to Islam. It is a prophecy uh, from the Zohar, and basically it says, and and the uh, Saudi Arabian people say, it is more properly the property and the, uh, uh, the, the righteous temple area for the Jews than it is for uh, we of uh, Muslim descent, and this was an article written uh, on March eighth, uh, and look, you can find it in uh, Israel three sixty five news. It's remarkable. What the? What does that mean to you, Jim? When you hear about that headline and what was said within it? My goodness, I was fascinated. There's been a couple of articles written on it, but I was fascinated because they are relenting. They are uh, admitting that that property belongs to Israel. Mm. And they're doing it in a very kind and supportive way. Uh, even the Palestinians that, uh, you know, in the 20s and 30s, uh, at the beginning of the previous century, they were, they were, uh, wrote articles. I've got, I've got documentation saying that they know that the Temple Mount belonged to Israel from the beginning. Yes. Yes, and, th- and this has implications for today like you won't believe, my friend. We're running out of time in this segment, but Jim and I are going to pay this off in the remaining segments of Come Together San Diego, and you are going to be amazed at how the things that happened back in those days are happening again, again these days, and God has put you and I, my listening friend, and Jim and others, what we could would call as being on the wall watching, but it's more than just watching. We need to be declaring things. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, what it means to you, me, Jim, Israel, United States, and all the nations of the world who are fighting against the one world government mentality. And who's going to win? (laughs) That story is being written right now. Jim Barfield and I will talk more about that when we come right back. 
This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Welcome back, my friends. Uh, Jim Barfield, the director of the Copper Scroll Project. I'm going to ask him a spiritual question right now. Hey, Jim. Yes. Are you ready to unsheathe that spiritual sword and let her rip? I think there are a lot of things that you have to share that are going to open people's eyes. And the complacency that we have had in our lives, you know, uh, has to go away. And you and I know the scripture, and I think it's Second Chronicles, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Our land needs to be healed. Israel needs to be healed. All of the lands that are impacted by this COVID thing need to be healed. And it has a lot to do with how we respond to this. I'm going to hand the baton to you. You can carry this anywhere that you want. We set the stage for this and people are beginning to realize that we are in the last of the last times and we need to do stuff about it as as God leads us. Uh, Jim Barfield. Yeah, we, we need to take full advantage of our opportunity now before we lose that opportunity. Because the spirituality doesn't, uh, you know, it's 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 not just uh, demons and angels here. We're talking about people that are acting like demons and people that are wanting to do the angelic thing and bring about God's word as it should be delivered. Yes. Well, they're taking that away from us, and we've got to make a stand for that. And but it, for example, all the things that's happening with this with COVID, and I don't want to go into that. What I want to say is this: it's restricting what I'm tra- attempting to do over in Israel. I can't go over there until yes. after I uh, get inoculated. And I don't want it. Well, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way for this to all come together so we can bring these things out of the ground and utilize them as they're supposed to be utilized. As they again, it's the it's the uh, dowry for the bride, mm-hmm. and we have that um, to welcome our Messiah to bring it out and have it available, so we can use that the way it's supposed to be in, uh, used. Well, we can't do that until we get all this other stuff out of the way. Yes, and I I think it's coming. Yes, I think it's in a big way, and there is a spirituality that I cannot begin to explain to you. Not and not even if we had two more hours, I couldn't. <laughs> There is, there are things that are happening. I I listen to families that are breaking apart, uh, and it's not so much because of the COVID, but it's breaking apart because of the the things that have been put into our children's minds from the schools. That's right. Media, uh, and and anything you speak has power, even if it's negative. It's got power. You don't want to tell your children negative things about themselves. You want to teach, speak positively into them and correcting them lovingly. That's right. Well, that's what must be done to this nation. And I think God is allowed a time to, for us to correct ourselves, correct our own personal spiritual lives, because we're going to have to correct our national spiritual life in a, in a big way. That's right. Uh, Jim, I was just thinking about this, and, you know, uh, the Bible talks about uh, uh, that uh, the devil, knowing he has a short period of time left, really not only doubles down, but quadruples down and really tries to close out God's plans. God's plans is to have an intimate relationship with all of his kids. 
period, done deal. But the enemy's plans is to take away that intimacy and uh, uh, kind of invoke his plans for a one-world nation where he is the one-world leader and he has subjugated the other leadership to other bad guys as well. That's his plan. So here we have literally the battle of, of evil versus good, good versus evil. And the the sad thing, I, as I step back, is we are so ill-prepared for this, uh, I, I think, Jim. And so God wants us to rise up and take the stand. What what further input do you have in this? We've got three or four minutes left in this segment. I, I would just tell everybody to look back to see the future. <laughs> look back at the events that have taken place in biblically. And that, that's why I believe uh, one of the main reasons the Bible was written. So we could look back and say, okay, here's where they went wrong. What have we got to do to make ours right? You got your Jezebels in Washington, D.C. You got Jezebel in the distant future, distant past. We've got to look at it and deal with this situation uh, because it's going to affect everything. It's going to affect the project. It's going to affect our relationship with our children. It's going to affect the relationship with one another because there is a division being propagated by through through the media. Yes. Trying to turn blacks against whites, whites against blacks. Uh, Jews against, you know, yeah, everybody against, against Jews. I mean, really, please. It's crazy. And we got to recognize them. We got to start telling people no. This, this, I, I'm, I'm of uh, Mexican descent. My, my mother was a full blood Mexican, and my dad was white. Well, guys, I've seen, I lived in a black neighborhood, and I grew up with, with the, uh, uh, the hard times and the, uh, in, the integration problems that we had back then. It was not fun, and there was truly, you know, a lot of uh, stances against people of color. I, I was sent to the back of the bus. I was kicked out of a swimming pool and where all my other brothers and my brother and my cousins were all swimming, but I, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, so you know what? I've seen it. And the, uh, the prejudice is not at all like it was in those days. And there has been a very positive change. And all the black people that I know saying, what are these white people doing, telling us that we should be angry at the other white people? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But there's an ulterior motive, and sometimes because of our innocence, and I'm saying that in kind of a uh, judgmental way, we we have become so uh, much uh, embracing what our government or people whom we put into office or people who are in our school board systems or the unions or the big pharma and things like that, the things that they tell us, we go, well, that must be right. And we, we have walked away from our ability to question things, you know, question things. And the media is helping in us not being able to discover these truths because they are complicit in uh, holding back this information as well. So one of the things that we have to do is come to the revelation that we need to make our stand and trust that God is going to empower us to do that. Any further thoughts on that, Jim? Yeah, and I, and I think the uh, it, it's not that being complicit. The uh, media yes. they, they are intentionally, yes. intentionally promoting division. They are intentionally putting out false information because they're making money for, off of it. Yes, they're making money off of it. And these politicians, which is the worst thing we got in this thinking world in this country, 
is our politicians because I'm telling you, if they cleaned house in Washington today, there'd be probably 8% of the politicians left. Uh, if they eliminated all the corruption, it's on a it's on a biblical scale. That's right. And you could probably say the same thing about um, uh, media. You could say the same thing about education. You could say the same thing about pharmaceutical. I mean, um, this this is uh, uh, earth shattering, and you know we're waking up to a revelation here that it seems like everything is against the Judeo Christian values, and everything that is of uh, Satan's. Uh, has Satan's fingerprints on it, I would say you're exactly right. It is against God's kids. But, Jim, the good news is that God has a plan that supersedes the plans of the enemy. And we're out of time in this segment. Can we talk about God's supernatural plans? And I know Jim. Jim's going to go back into Scripture and, and use that and use that as a, as his springboard into the things we're going to talk about next. But God does have a plan for solutions to and with and through his kids, Jim Barfield of Copper Scroll Project and Kaz are going to discuss that when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Joel Lieberman from Tree of Life Messianic Jewish Congregation. Lord, we just do lift up the entire region of San Diego from Vista to Chula Vista. Lord, it says in the Psalms, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. We pray a spirit of unity over our city. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, amen. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, welcome back, my listening friend, to a remarkable broadcast. Jim Barfield, he's the director of the Copper Scroll Project, and things are heating up in Israel, and the discoveries uh, are just uh, near the surface now, and we're excited about what's being excavated there, but we're also excited about what God is doing in the United States uh, and in Israel and other nations that uh, are tending towards Judeo-Christian values. But there, we're also at a pivotal time, and Jim Barfield has set the stage for this. Um, you know, Jim, as you look around it, if you were to stick a thermometer in, in the mouths of uh, Judeo-Christian people in America and in Israel, there's a level of uh, depression or anxiety. And you talk about, you know, in the Old Testament uh, prophetical books and New Testament books as well. The, the calling for us is to to be close with God and to hear what He says and be quick to obey. Uh, there, there's there's a, what we would say a rexall for the for the difficulties that we are facing, and it has everything to do with believing in and entrusting in the empowerment of God Himself, not the God who we think it should be, and if we don't see any natural solutions, we go, it's not going to happen. We have to believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the Bible. I'm going to hand it to you, Jim Barfield of the Copper Scroll Project. And the, and the direction we need to go with this is exactly what uh, Yeshua, Jesus, was talking about. Yes. He up everything was and how how we were being divided. In Luke 12, it talks about it. He says, the father shall be divided from the son, the son against the father, mother against daughter, yes. and mother against mother. That is in that is a direction saying that we need to stand together 
and, and bind ourselves together with the teachings, which are the law and the prophets. Yes. And, not, and in the New Testament is fulfill, fulfillment of the, the Old Testament. And guys, I absolutely don't believe there's an Old Testament or New Testament. I think it's one testament, <laughs> and, and it's being played out uh, as we speak. And even even uh, Jesus said, he said, it is easier for the heaven and earth to pass than the middle of the law to fail. Yes. In other words, the, what a lot of Christians consider Old Testament that kind of done away stuff. No, it's not, guys. It's not done away with. We're just not using it. And look at all the people that are turning uh, to God right now. Yes. And the ones that are against God are going further away from him. But that division is, is truly happening. But there's lots of people. I mean, there's guys that I listen to uh, radio programs or or uh, podcasts where these guys are talking. They'll be cussing one minute, uh, it, but they're praising God in the next minute. Right. So the transition is happening. Yes, people they shouldn't be. Well, no, we shouldn't be. But the transition that is happening is a very good thing. Yes, because. The prayers are there. They are. You got to start somewhere. Yes. And all of us made that transition at one point in our lives. And I'm saying that we need to take that into consideration and realize that there is a prophetic stuff happening all around us. And I beg your audience to to take that into consideration. Look at it and don't just no. Do not just listen to mainstream media. Right. You know. Don't, because they will lie to you, and they are lying to you in a very, very large way. Yes, you talked about entering into this 70th week of uh, Daniel uh, and entering into the time frame where it's a transition from the, the church age into the kingdom age, and we are in the thick of that. We're through the threshold, as, as I agree with you in that. But there are two fronts here that we believers have to be aware of. Number one, and you mentioned this, uh, that we're undergoing, the Bible talks about before the end times are concluded, this, there has to be the greatest harvest of all times. You know, Jesus used the re- reference to the, the fields are, are ripe, and pray for the harvesters of the field. So that's where we are right now. We are in, in this impending harvest, but on the other side of the equation, there's also the enemy who is purposing to destroy Judeo-Christian values. So one of the things that we need to do is unified together under him and just be prepared to to uh, move this harvest forward. There's a lot of things that you and I can do, my listening friend, to do that. The other piece of the equation, I'm going to have Jim tie on in, into this as well. One of the things that we have neglected to do as believers is we have refuted the value of Scripture. The Scripture has God as being God and doing supernatural things, and when we don't see natural solutions for our obvious problems, we go, well, it's over with, and what do we do now? You're discounting the value of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Habakkuk, the God of Ezekiel, the God of Zephaniah. Talk a little bit about that, would you, Jim? Yeah, turning away from that or minimizing it is, is just insane. And, and again, I, I go back to you've got to bring forth uh, what was seen in the past and what was reflected in the past through what everybody calls the Old Testament, bring it forward in time and place it right here where we're at because we're a nation of laws. America has more laws than any other nation, but we were the freest of all. Now they're trying to take those laws away from us, and it's happening. 
you listen to how many times on TV you hear people here say uh, or say things about the Constitution. Well, that's an antiquated document. It's uh, no longer valid. Baloney, guys. That's like saying, uh, and not on the certainly not on the same scale, that the, we can't do the Bible because it's antiquated. And I promise you, that's happening. Yes, it is. We've got to stand up for, and, and and make it. Don't be don't be afraid to say it. Be bold about it. Say what you feel about. No, guys, the 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 testaments of the Bible, the words of the Bible, the laws of the Bible, the promises of the Bible are real. Yes, they're going to learn the hard way. Those people, and we're going to learn the hard way if we don't make a stand with that or in in our hearts and in actions. We got to be politically active. We got to step out there and stand up for the people that are Bible based and believers in God and and support them so that they get into office instead of these corrupt, corrupt Mm -hmm. politicians. And they're all over the place. I was in Oklahoma City uh, helping my daughter with some legislation, and a politician came out of the chambers and walked over past us and he looked at us and he said, You have no idea how corrupt these politicians are. And he, and I'm looking at my daughter going, Oh my gosh. And that was from politician. <laughs> it is on a state level. It's at, uh, at uh, city level. And it's, and if you don't start standing for the Bible, if you don't standing for, or not standing for what you believe, then you, we're, we're going to pay the price. Right. Well, those, those the people are looking and anxious to take away those, rights that we have and if we are complacent they will be stolen from us so that's one one aspect is what we need to do the bible says do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together but edifying one another so much as the more as you see the day approaching so one of the things we need to do is we, we i may not feel competent to do some of these things but pieces of it i am and so i just have to come into contact with other people who have you know they couldn't do what i do but i can't do what they do and all of a sudden the, the, uh, one can chase a thousand two ten thousand in a threefold cord is not easily broken that's where we need to be and we can't be fighting against one another we need to be identifying with and embracing one another because together we can do this that's one piece of the equation jim i'd like you to talk about the other piece as well the god of yesterday is the god of today as well and sometimes when we don't see natural solutions we get all depressed and disengaged and downhearted the truth of the matter is the god of yesterday who did miracles back then is the god of today and sometimes in our modern day religion we go oh no 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 we have to have the solution or else it can't happen no god has a solution we have to embrace those want to speak to that a little bit jim we've got about one minute left in this segment and we'll spend the rest of our time in the last segment bringing a period at the end of our run-on sentences (laughs) yeah i mean i'll tell you what in that one minute i'd say this Find a congregation that is that is doing a Passover Seder, a Passover meal, and that, that are teaching that the links between the Passover meal, meal and Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah. Look for that. Find somebody that is teaching because if you once you see the links between the Passover and 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 uh, everything that Yeshua said or Jesus said uh, through the Bible. You are going, oh my goodness. And you begin to realize that by just studying that one Old Testament teaching of Passover, your understanding of the Bible will, will, could just come to life. 
you will begin to understand and see the meanings of, of scripture that you've never seen before. Mm. And I encourage people to do that. And they say, well, that's part of the law. Yeah, it is. But God's law is perfect. Yes. And law is not. Yes, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. My friends, uh, Jim Barfield and I are going to talk, we're going to put, you know, we're going to uh, summarize everything we've talked about in this two-hour period of time in the last segment uh, and come to some amazing conclusions. You're going to like God's conclusions more than your own. You're going to like God's conclusions more than the media is telling you, more than uh, the big guys who are trying to uh, take over media things, who are trying to take over pharmaceutical things, who are trying to take over educational things, who are trying to take over your family. We're going to give you solutions for this, and you might be surprised at how easy it's going to be, but in looking at it from a different way, you might be anxious that it's so difficult, but it really isn't. We're going to talk more about that when Jim Barfield and I come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. Well, we've had a fun time uh, excavating the Word and also a fun time in the excavation of what's just below the surface in Israel and uh, some of the things that seem to be below the surface in the United States and Israel of evil intentions. We are discovering them as well. Jim... I'm going to have you spend much of your time uh, summarizing the things that we've talked about and coming to a conclusion for our friends here listening. You know, there's a book that was written by Charles Dickens um, a number of years ago. It was called The Tale of Two Cities, and he begins his book by saying, it was the best of times and is the worst of times. Jim, it seems like those times are before us now. What do you say to our listening friends to bring uh, clarity on what they're experiencing right now and how them, they and us can uh, step forward under, uh, under God's tutelage and see God be showing himself mightily, but also his kids being shown to be mighty as well. Jim Barfield, Copper Scroll Project. Yeah, what I see happening is exactly that. It's well put. Okay, that's, uh, we're at a point that we're going to have to make some choices of how we're going to, and who we're going to follow here. And it, it's going to be really difficult, I believe, but it's also going to lead to some miraculous and amazing events, not only biblically, but physically, uh, scientifically, mm. uh, a prog- a progression. I mean, there right now we have the capability. God had already provided it. He even made it available at the turn of the the, the first um, of the eighteenth, 20th century. Yes. Now we're into the twenty first century. He the, there was there was technology out there that we could be operating right uh, a, a table saw, you know, a hundred yards from any kind of a plug in. Yes, this is a guy named Tesla had a lot to do with that too. That's the. You, about. Yep. And all that technology has been hidden and kept from us so that the, these very, very wealthy men and women uh, could keep their lifestyle while we were uh, enslaved. Yes. And I'm, I'm not joking about that. Uh, just go back and read the history on it, and you'll see that our Constitution was set up uh, in 1871 
where we became enslaved to great corporations. <laughs> yeah, we, we had become a corporation at that point. People have no clue about no it. No clue. And now the opportunity for us to break free from that, and I think it is God that is making those opportunities available. He also is making it available for us to get off of our bottoms and get out <laughs> and do what we've got to do. That's right. We just say, oh, praise you, Lord, uh, save me, and lay down. Oh, my. That's the mentality. Yeah, of, it is. Of, and, and I'm not just saying our religion, all the religions, you know, they want God to just save them instead of getting out there. And because remember in the story of the prodigal son, you know, it wasn't until the prodigal son stood up, headed home, that his father went to meet him. Ooh. Well, we've got to do that. We have got to stand up. We have got to head towards the father in a, in a mighty way so that we too, can get the blessings that uh, he's been, he had provided from the very beginning. Yes. You know, and now we, we have an opportunity and this millennial kingdom that's coming and we need to get, we need to get ready for that. And that's part of the copper scroll project. It is indeed. And you know, Jim, one of the things I, I was just, I le- like to look at history and I can see how it's repeating itself. You know, in 1948, Israel was born again. It was a nation that had been decimated and, uh, out of the history books and everything, and all of a sudden, 1948, people uh, of God took a stand, and they they were involved in the re-birthing uh, of the nation of Israel, and God's truths transformed from being just written in, in Scripture to be actually uh, seeing them come to pass. 1948, the ni- 1967 was a six-day war. Israel had to make a stand, and then God intervened in their willingness to take a stand. Here we are in this nation. That was the birth of Israel. I believe that America has an opportunity to be rebirthed uh, uh, in, in, a, in a, a very similar way, but even in a broader way. And just like in Israel in 1948 and 1967, the people of God had to make a stand, and then God intervened. And here's where we are right now in America. God's people need to make a stand, and that frees God to be able to intervene, because if my people were called by my name— and that's you and I, my friends. But it's not about us sitting back and being spectators, isn't that right, Jim? Yeah, absolutely. We got to be involved. We got to be in the middle of it, and we've got to we've got to we got to take it by the horns and deal with these things. Uh, or again, they're going to deal with us, and oh we are like the way they handle it. So we've in 1948 was an incredibly 4748 was an incredibly important time frame. And technology exploded mm-hmm. in 1947. All kinds of radio transistors, uh, Polaroid cameras, uh, sometimes this is not so good, but AK-47s were created in 1947. There is, that's where this whole 47 comes from. So let me tell you this. There is a, a, a heavenly promise waiting to happen for each and every one of us but we got to get through this hard part is this the time of the tribulation possibly very possibly in my opinion is this the time of the coming of the messiah i think absolutely it's the time of the coming of the messiah but we also have to prepare as a bride now every bride when they're getting ready to see their husband or meet their husband for the wedding 
they prepare themselves, they cleanse themselves, they they get rid of uh, all the old things and prepare themselves to become a new person with a new name and a new um, identity. Yes, identity. Thank you. That's a that's a word I was looking for. And we have to prepare ourselves for that as well. And it's 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 not going to be easy right now. Uh, we're we're trying to clean ourselves up while we're standing in the cesspool. <laughs> uh, can anybody say the word uh, clean the swamp? Clean <laughs> that swamp, buddy. We got to drain that swamp. And uh, there's technology coming. There is, uh, there's some, I believe there's going to be some events soon that are going to make us all go, oh my goodness. And it's going to shake the foundations uh, of our belief system, but in a good way. Yes. We're going to say, okay, wait a minute. Maybe I was wrong about this. This and this. Yes. So, so we need to all stand ready for correction. Well, we've got about a minute left in this show. Would you do the honor of praying over our listeners here in San Diego County? A lot of people are listening outside of San Diego County because we have a pretty broad spectrum of people that are listening uh, in other ways as well. So would you spend about a minute praying and uh, even more than praying, declaring over uh, all the listeners here that they do have the power to make their stand. And as we uh, uh, execute our empower the empowerment that God gave us, God will come alongside of us and we will, you know, we will, he will show himself mighty, but there's a piece of the equation that we have to do as well. So I'm going to hand the baton to you for this closing one minute of the show uh, Jim Barfield of the Copper Scroll Project. My listening friend, look in the mirror and say, I was born for such a time as this. I was born for such a time as this, and then rise to that occasion. And there are people that are around you that are going to help you in that rising. Jim Barfield. Yes, sir. Thank you. Heavenly Father, it is a, an incredible opportunity and a great pleasure to be able to share what I know with the people that uh, are willing to listen, willing to learn, and all of us work together because as we learn together, Father, and we also begin to learn how to live together, we learn how to pray together, we learn and we become one as we speak and communicate with one another. And Father, I thank you so much for these opportunities, for the kindness and the friendship that I make with these people. And Father, I, these people in the audience are not just people, they are my brothers and sisters yes. that I just met yet. So, Father, help us to join together, bond together, and become one as a family, one as a body, and one as a body of believers, Father, to ready to do your will and give up our lives, give up our ways to become your way, your, your body, Father. So, Father, as we prepare for the coming King, as we prepare for the wedding, I know that there are many difficult things that we're going to have to deal with. So, Father, I want desperately that you should give us the guidance that we need in these dark times and provide the light, Father, that we're going to need. Well, how much do you have, Jesus Christ? That light that comes and it exposes the sin within us and within any other. And we work together as brother and sister to try to work this out. Yes. As a yes. So, Father, I thank you for all that you've done and all that you're going to do and all that you're doing. I praise you and I praise you in your holy name. Amen. 
Jim Barfield, the Copper Scroll Project Director. Thank you, Jim. Uh, I'm excited, and I know you are as well, and, and there's a lot of things that uh, we can do to come alongside God and His plans. So I encourage you to do that, my listening friend. Thank you, Jim Barfield, for spending two hours with me on the radio. Uh, God bless you, Jim. My listening friend, it's time for me to go, but you need to know that next week we're going to be talking about the Passover, or the Jews call it the Pesach, and uh, there's biblical weight to this. We alluded to that uh, in this broadcast, but I'm going to be bringing on a person named Bill Federer, the American Minute guy, and if anybody knows history, it's Bill Federer, and I've asked him to become unfettered, so I'm going to call this next week's show Bill Federer, the American Minute guy, Bill Federer unfettered. So that's going to happen next week on Come Together San Diego. Until then, Jim Barfield and Kaz say, God bless you. So long. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise.